0: Thank God for this group. They, they do a fantastic job of leading people into worship. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. In Acts chapter 14, it said, and they were preaching the gospel there. That's Paul and his bunch. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet, was sitting a cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked this man heard Paul speaking Paul observing him intently seeing that he had faith to be healed said with a loud voice stand up straight on your feet and he leaped and walked now you know it says here that he had been had didn't have strength in his feet from the time he was born one translation said a man who was born lame another translation said there was a man sitting that could not use his feet and had never walked he had been a cripple from birth now here we see an individual in a very distressful condition he probably had, he had never been able to run and play like other kids had he probably had never been able to do the things that an adult does. He was doomed in his world day after day. He sat there, limited in his mobility, with no hope of ever getting any better. But sometimes when you read some of these stories from the Word of God, such as this one, some people might think, oh, that was just a sovereign act of God. Well, I think we need to look at this a little closer. It says, the man heard Paul speaking. And then Paul observed him Seeing that he had faith to be healed. Where did his faith to be healed come from? So faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. He heard the word that Paul preached. Now I want you to notice. And this man heard Paul speaking. And Paul observed that he had faith to be healed. Now, I want you to notice something here. He heard Paul speak, now he, and Paul says he had faith to be healed, but he's still crippled. Yeah. <coughs> Come, on. Right. Yeah. Come on. Then Paul told him to stand on his feet, and he immediately leaped up and began to run and walk. But I want you to notice that he had faith to be healed, but it wasn't until he put it, that faith into action that anything happened. Come on. You have to activate, your faith is there, and you have to activate the power of God with your faith. You know, I was born one Sunday and I was in church with my dad the next Sunday and I've heard him, I've been in service after service after service. I've heard him preach more messages than any of you have ever heard. I don't care how many tapes you've listened to. I was in service about every night (laughs) somewhere, you know. (laughs) But he was in, you know, and back in the early days, he just preached in churches like this. Some of you saw him after he started having the big meetings in the auditoriums and so forth. He preached in churches just like this. Some of them even smaller than this. He's preaching one night while the church is... And he, at the end of the message, he says, everybody, you, you here that, want, that can't walk or have trouble walking, I want you to get down here. <laughs> well, they, some of the people had to be helped down there. One man I think he'd been in a fire, if I remember correctly. After we heard, and he was his legs were all drawn like this, and he could not bend. He just scooted like this. He couldn't bend his knees. He got down there. Dad had him sit down on the altar. anybody remember when they used to have altars in the front of the church? He had him sit down there, and they come down there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them they're all sitting on the altar now he goes down in front of him and he says in the name of Jesus run well this one got, took off down the aisle he went down the whole and run run and now he got to the man about about the fifth one down and he told him to run and that guy took off you never seen a guy scoot so fast in all your life <laughs> But when he come back up to the other aisle, he's running full blast. <laughs> now, he goes all the way down. Some of the people had to almost be carried down there. He got down there to this one woman on the end. She had got down there by herself. Now, she had, she had problem walking, all right. But she did get there. And so he went up to her and he said, run in the name of Jesus. And this, is, I'm not exaggerating. This is exactly what she did. My God, preacher, I can't even walk much less, run. I mean, just, just like that. And dad said, well, you, you got down here by yourself. You saw these other people. Look at the man. And she said, I know it. I saw him run, but I can't. guess what she left the way she came all nine of them were delivered but i want you to notice that it wasn't until they moved that something happened some of them they couldn't some of them started down the aisle like this boy when they finished they'd going full blast. They got up and started. This woman said, "I can't," and she didn't. This man, it says here he had faith to be healed, but he's still sitting there crippled. Paul said, "Stand on, you, stand up." Stand straight on your feet. Stand up on your feet. If he would have been like that woman, he would have stayed there. But when Paul said that, he jumped up. And then he was, you know, here faith. Paul said he had faith. He saw that he had faith. But then he told him to do something. You go to look at Mark 5, the woman with the issue of blood. It says, When she heard of Jesus, she said, If I can touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Where she was, I don't know. I always just picture her in her house. The reason I do that is because the Bible says that she had had this disease for 12 years. The Bible says that she had been to all the physicians, spent everything that she had. She has nothing better but didn't get any, nothing better but got worse. That's what the Bible says. So I figure she was at her house because she couldn't have been anywhere else. She didn't have no money. And another thing that I reason out of this, this is just my own reasoning Why would you say that she had spent all of her money if she didn't have quite a bit to spend in the first place? Hello. So there she is. It says when she heard of Jesus. I don't know how she heard of Jesus. Bible doesn't tell us. Maybe some friends told her. Maybe she's sitting in her house and people walking by talking about this Jesus, this healing people. She had to hear what Peter was preaching down in Acts 10, 38, down at Cornelius' house when he said, how God anointed Jesus natural with the Holy Ghost and power went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. I'll just take a side thought here for just a moment. Somebody said, well, that was Jesus. But remember, God wouldn't have had to anoint him if he was operating in his deity He was living as a man anointed by the Holy Spirit to prove to all of us that we can be that way too. And John says in in the first John there, he says that you, you have an unction, you have an anointing. Hello, that's a side thought. So she heard that he was healing and she said, if I can touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Now, it says when she came to Jesus. I don't know how she got there. I don't know where Jesus was. I assume she had to walk and find him. I do know because of what the rest of the story is, when she got there, there was a crowd around him. I do know that now she, with this crowd, she has a problem. Does she dare defy the rabbis and the law? Because remember, she was living under the law. And if you go into Leviticus and read in Leviticus, you'll find out that anybody with a blood condition was not supposed to be with the general population. In fact, if they got close, they were to yell out, unclean, unclean. So now there's a crowd around Jesus. Now there's people. But she said, "If I can touch his clothes, I shall be whole." Forget forget my religion. I knew, I want to be whole. And I can almost see her pressing her way through the crowd. Because she had to to get to a crowd of people you got to elbow and move and any of you ever went through a crowd of people to get to the front of the line? Yeah, you, you have to you know I know when we when we were traveling with the, with the kids, we'd go traveling and we'd only have a a day to go through an amusement park. And I say, Okay, Craig, you grab a hold of my belt. Denise grab a hold of, of, of bubba's belt and denise i mean lynette was on the back and i said we're gonna we're gonna ride we going we're gonna ride every ride <laughs> and i said i you know i play football i know how to read in. i know how to lead interference i blocked a lot i've knocked a lot of people down <laughs> so the my, the running back because i'm playing wide receiver but we would wiggle through there and i in fact we had some friends go with us one time and they said." we can't stay up with you. We'll just meet you at four o'clock at the gate. <laughs> I think they rode three rides. We rode every ride in the park. And it was busy too. <laughs> but I can just see this little lady fighting her way through the crowd. And I, 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 I always, uh, I assume that maybe she got knocked down or fell down. Anybody that knows has had, even had, had eighth grade science. Knows that the life is in the blood and anybody that has a blood condition gets very weak really quickly. Any medical people here? Is that not correct? Go read it. You'll find out it is. And it says she touched the hem of his garment. So if she's going to touch the hem of his garment, it's going to be down there somewhere because they wore a robe type deal. And she touched him. And Jesus said, who touched me? And his disciples said, what are you talking about? Look at this crowd. And you said, who touched me? He said, but this touch brought power out of me. Now, the lady came and told him the story that I just said, And he said to her, lady, your faith has made you whole. I thought he said power went on. It did. But he didn't say the power made her whole. He said it was her faith that made her whole. You go to Luke 5, and you find that the house was full. And four men. I always say four. It just says men. I always say four. I don't know why I do. I just do. They brought a man on a stretcher. They couldn't get in the house. The Bible says that the house was full, and the presence of the Lord, was, the power of the Lord, was present to heal them. Amen. They took the guy on the roof and let him down. Now, see here, you need you need to get you need to get your thinking straightened out. They don't they don't have pitched roofs. They didn't have pitched roofs back then. They had flat roofs, and they were either made out of a out of tile, or they were made with mud and straw that had been put together and then mud over the top of that, making a hard surface. Here, they probably, it says tile in one place. These tiles, you could lift them out. If you remember, that they used the top of the house for sleeping sometimes or just going up there. If you remember, Peter was on the housetop praying when he saw the vision to go down to Cornelius' house and preach, Right? So, they let him down. And it says, when Jesus saw their faith, their faith, the guys that brought him and the man on the stretcher, then he told him to get up and walk. Now, but it said the power of the Lord was present to heal them, but none of them got healed, only him got healed. And I want you to notice that he didn't say anything about power. He said, your faith. When he saw their faith, the lady with the issue of blood, he said, your faith. Paul perceived that the man had faith and told him to stand up. He didn't say anything about power. So there is something that we need to get a hold of with faith and healing I call it faith the activator if you've ever taken any science classes where you had to do experiments and you do stuff you mix some chemicals together and nothing happens until you take another chemical that they call an activator anybody had chemistry class when you put that in there it changes everything am I right and if you got the right ingredients it can cause an explosion <laughs> you don't want to do that okay you don't want to do that now I'm going to go back here this keyboard back here it's, it's got all kinds of lights on it here these lights are on that lights on. That lights on. That lights on. That lights on. That's on. This is on over here. This screen is all lit up. Oh, even though I'm hitting the keys and it says powers here and this. Here's a switch. It says the power is on. It's green light. And these are all plugged in. The power's plugged in. But there's no sound. But it, the power's here. The power's here. It says so. But when I turn this one switch, it activates that power to produce a sound. That's exactly the power of the presence, of the healing power's in this place right now. But it will be your faith, not my prayer, but your faith that activates that power for healing. I want you to know that I gave you three places in the Word of God where it said the man had faith, but nothing happened until he jumped up. Right? Paul said you got faith. In the other two, Jesus said, to the woman and to the man, when his your faith healed you. When he saw their faith, he told him to rise and walk. Tonight I will minister healing to you. That power will be ministered to you. But it will be you that activates it for into your body. The healing. Not God, not me. It's not the power. It's not it is your faith. If, if you do not activate that power with your faith you won't get nothing. Come on now. the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses everything, I gave you three witnesses Where faith it was he, Jesus said, order, your faith heals you when he saw their faith. Paul said and the man had faith so him stand up the man jumped. I, all of these nine people they couldn't walk. But when he said, run, they activated, they used their faith and took off. And the one woman didn't, she left just like she came. Tonight is your night to receive. If you are ready right now to receive your healing, you are ready to activate that power. I want you to stand on your feet right now. Stand on your feet right now if you're ready to activate that power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank God, thank God, thank God. All you people that are standing in this section. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. We'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org.